Listener Production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One... Ahoy to my branch operator, Hamish. <laughs> yes, thank you, sir. You will not be disappointed with who you put in charge. We, we are not closing down this branch. <laughs> we put no, it the valuable ones. You absolutely wouldn't. Um, ahoy to my pump operator, Jack. Okay. You could so do what's... without the pump, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going to get the pressure from? <laughs> we'll find it. And I am the station officer. Are we drillers? Are we, are we in oil drilling? No. I thought we were a bank when it was the branches. Or is it train stuff? Came when we talked about emergency services off air before, while having lunch oh. before this show, you said this is the one you'd want to be in. Oh, is this fire department? Oh, fire department. You, just, you said, <laughs> I said, said I'd, I'd outside be, of the hypothetical, I'd, I want to be a firefighter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, but I haven't obviously done the training yet. Would you? Well, <laughs> I didn't say were, I am a firefighter. <laughs> <laughs> if you were the branch operator, Ham, this is what you could look forward to. What would my roles and responsibilities be? You, the firefighter using the hose, you're the guy that gets awesome. to actually use mm. the hose. Do we call it the branch, do we? The branch is what the end of the hose is called. Right, and yeah. it squirts out the leaves. Well, you would wet, need, you would definitely leaves. need the pump operator then. Yeah, if you yeah, want yeah, some we pressure would know. Oh, so you're Sorry just, about that, mate. Be... No, that wasn't good <laughs> firehouse camaraderie. Yeah, you're just sim- sitting there with a limp hose. <laughs> wondering. Swinging around a limp branch, no thanks. I need my pump man to have a fully pressurised hose. But these firefighters can change the pattern and flow of the water, so you can, you're can. you in charge of your nozzle at the top. Yes, yes. So, yes. so shower, spray, yeah. um, so all the fun ones you have. Having a gun, square, triangle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pump operator Jack drives a truck. Oh, really? I thought I was just like, you know, doing the. Um, oh, no, Jack, a why pump are you doing that? The water. You, Jack is you, mime, you, pumping like a bike, bike, bike pump. Yeah, yeah. Bike, like I thought I was pumping pressure for the water. No. Hey, mate, don't worry. We'll splash out on a motorized pump. You don't have to pump it up like you're pumping up a kid's bike. <laughs> what a worry. If you if my house is on fire. And Jesus. I haven't been able to take those three that, items. That thing that ain't squirt. That's not squirting two metres. <laughs> you get there and Jack gets out a pump and just starts pressing down on it. So it's a yeah. name left over, I guess, from when they did use the bike pump. Well, no, it's still a no, pump. No, okay. it's still it's a, a motorised pump. pump. Motor- of course it's motorised. I'm driving the truck and I'm flicking the switch on the pump. Well, once you drive there, you yeah. need... I think the truck is that, actually called the pump. You need point. another roll. Obviously, stop trying to weasel out of jobs. I did the hard part. I navigated through traffic with the lights on. Geez, it'd be good if we had someone back at the truck. No, Jack's already done his job. He's having donuts now while we man the fire. (laughs) What are you again, Andrew? Station officer. Just looking, overlooking all of you. And tell you what, Jack has not impressed me. (laughs) Do Do you not come out to the fire? No, no. No, no. <laughs> not these days, mate. <laughs> nah, I did it when I was a young smoky, but uh, not anymore, mate. <laughs> Too much shit going on back here. Would I'll, love swing, to. I'll, I'll, I'll swing past when it's cinders. We'd love board, to. But, We'd uh, love to be back out there with you, oh, boys. Yeah, I'd love to get the boots days. on again. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, mate, with my shoulder, the uh, old compo. <laughs> Um, Ahoy also, Ham. Oh, sorry, did you have another... No, no, no. no, That's my (laughs) end of my questions about firefighters. Ahoy also to uh, Matt Wood, uh, who used the easiest to use system, hamstrandy.com, to tell us what he's been up to. He's uh, in the Northern Territory. 
today, Haim, Andy at number six. How are we going, boys? It's Matt here, currently traveling from Darwin to Perth. I'm looking at about eight to nine days of camping ahead of me. So, Haim, you're an expert. Share some wisdom if you can. Yeah. We're about 800 k's out of Uluru, so I know you fellas are meant to be there for your rest day back at Cool Boy in the front there, <laughs> but unfortunately you couldn't, so in your honor, I'll be smashing back a few tins for you. Cheers, keep up the good work, fellas. Oh, what a legend. Matt. Um, Any my, te- camping tips for Matt Haim? You've been- I know we listen. I know we listen. We've got studio quality headphones in here. I'm not sure how clear people will be listening to this. Depends on your headphones there. But it, to my ear, mm-hmm. it sounds like the first camping tip I would give Matt is think you've got a flat. <laughs> Change your tyre. Did sound a bit like you were rumbling along on a flat. So definitely, if you've got 800 k's to cover, yeah. one a good. Oh, I actually know someone that's good with a bike pump. <laughs> I can, can send him your way. <laughs> send out the pump operator. <laughs> Sounds like you might need a bit of inflation, but other than that, you're doing it perfectly. Hey, um, you wanted the start of today's show. I did, Ando. Now, we get a lot... What Look, what's, what's happened over the course, I think, of the, you know, last year and this year mm-hmm. is we've sort of become the show to go to when you need to investigate something going on um, in the chocolate world. Yes. Um, and look, I, and I think I think we've done some amazing. And it's interesting when you, when you don't set out. We didn't all have a team meeting and saying, "Hey, let's." Did not ask to be these guys. No, Just, you know, X Men and the people like that. They didn't ask to be mutants, did they? No, and Spider Man. He didn't. He didn't no. ask to be. He didn't want to do it. No. And uh, but he does, and it's a responsibility. But he does. <laughs> but he does. <laughs> and that's and what I think we're Bruce doing. Wayne. He did want to do it. He has to want to do it because he's. Making all the stuff, yeah. he didn't get. He's actually not a superhero. He hasn't yeah. been. Yeah, a third party didn't anoint him. He's just yeah. well rich and um, rich, yeah. likes to buy a lot of gadgets. Mm. What, what we're saying is, when you're in the justice game, mm. sometimes it's foisted upon you. Sometimes you want, you know, you, sometimes you you just choose to do it. Yeah, we fell into it. We we're probably mm. a different category as well. We fell into it. Mm. We, you know, we've investigated many. Many controversies and conspiracies within the chocolate world. Probably the biggest one of all is the flake luxury. Is it a twirl? Yes. Is it not a twirl? Mm-hmm. That, you know, getting to the bottom of that. Yep. And one of the big issues that came up in that case, yep. in the flake luxury versus twirl case, was the on-packet graphic. Yes. Remember, it was exactly the same picture yes. mm-hmm. on the packet, and that's what really made us go, hang on a sec, Cabri, in this case, the defendant, mm. they are having a laugh. They are having, they're a, having laugh. a laugh with yep. us because they're just shipping out the same bar and just dolling it up a different way. Sorry, park that for a sec. Side note, remember then how we were talking about the breakaway? Yeah. How that, that it was went, actually a rebadged timeout. Went from timeout. Zoe bought one the other day, yeah. right? Bought a breakaway. She's eating it at home. She goes, oh, God, breakaways are nice. And I said, you know, it's just a remade timeout. She goes, no, it's not. They're delicious. <laughs> And I said, yeah, I'm pretty sure, like, knowing full well, she hadn't, she Had doesn't listened. very often listen yeah. to the podcast. Yep. And I floored her with my knowledge <laughs> of the breakaway packet. And I go, look at the back, she goes, oh, my God, it is. I said, yeah, yeah. you got to ask me some stuff, babe, because there's a lot of things I know. <laughs> it's just equally as shocking that she goes, breakaway is her choice of chocolate bar. Someone gave her one yeah. and she really liked it. And then she, she, she grabbed one at the wow. supermarket. She grabbed a few at the supermarket and puts them. I know she's got the, you know, the high up in the fridge, the, is that for cheese, that compartment yeah. at the top? <laughs> we don't have any cheese in it. That's just Zoe's. Chucky that's, bar. Breakaway. You don't, go, you, you don't go in there yep. um, recklessly. Okay. So that's, that's where it was living. 
Anyway, someone's brought another case to us. Molly. Great. And she's like, I think I found another chocolate crime. Pods. Specifically, the Mars and the Twix variety of pods. Now, Mm -hmm. pods are a format that I think is just... It's just Mars. Cadbury don't do pods, do they? No, it's just Mars. It's a, it's a format they came up with to go, let's take our beloved chocolate bars and put them in pod form, yep. which is a sort of a biscuit cup and yep. then the chocolate layering in there. Good idea. I'm not for com- them. I'm not. Oh, really? I'm I, like, I, I, I like a pod. Really? Yeah. I find them. You like anything sweet, Jack. Like, I've <laughs> seen Jack like, just, just wander around <laughs> and just yep. skirmish anything you can. The problem um, with pods is they're not satisfying by themselves and you can eat a whole bag very fast. Right. They're, they're, and the, which obviously the company knows and that's how they make the money. Mm. <laughs> so here's the thing. I've, each, I've got us all a bag of some right. pods here. We've got yeah. Twix and Mars pods. Right. Open them up. First thing I want you to do, I've got my bag here and you got your bag. First thing I want you to do is you look at the back. Would you prefer? Okay. Would you prefer well, you've got to compare that. You've got to compare them. Jack, could you? Which which one have you got, got? Jack, I've got Twix. Would you prefer? Jack, Mars? read out. Read out oh. the de- read out the definition of the Twix. All right, gooey dollop of Twix, caramel in a crispy baked wafer, topped off with a delicious milk chocolate. Now read out Mars, Andy. Delicious, rich Mars caramel cradle in a crispy baked wafer, topped off with creamy milk chocolate. Now, Jack, you give yours back to Andy. You look at these side by side. The contention from Molly is these are the same thing. In one, in one, they've changed the adjective. You've got deliciously rich Mars caramel versus gooey dollop of Twix caramel. Yes, both both admit it's a crispy wafer. Yes, on the Mars one, it's cradled in a crispy wafer. <laughs> in the Twix one, it doesn't say cradled. But apart from that. You look at it. You look mm. at the picture, Ando. Well, the pictures are exactly the, the same. The pictures are exactly the same. They've put a black stripe behind the Mars and an orange stripe behind I'm glad you picked up on that. The That's the, that. And then look, there's a drip as well in the top left-hand corner. They've changed the color. On the Twix, the, the, the big drip is brown. <laughs> the small drip is caramel. On yep. the Mars, the big drip is caramel. The small drip is brown. We obviously have to do a taste test. Yeah, obviously. Now, here's the other thing. You look at these and you're like, okay, mm. the big question here is mm. at the Mars factory, like where they make all our favorite Mars confectionery, M&M's, Twix, Mars, Maltesers, <laughs> at the factory, they've got two main products that use caramel. Yes. You've got Mars yep. and you've got Twix. Mm-hmm. Do they expect us to believe that there is a secret recipe for the Mars caramel? Great versus question. the Twix caramel. Mm. That's really what this comes down to. Or, as as Molly suspects, and I think as a lot of listeners now are suspecting, is it the same damn pipe? So Twix just normally has on. a biscuit in it, doesn't it? Yeah, the, the chocolate bars themselves are definitely chocolate bars are completely yep. different. So which is which is why it would be totally legal to use the same trademark Mars caramel. Mm. Although when you put them in pod form, okay. and the only ingredient is caramel and chocolate. Yeah. You now have the same product again. So you start with two different chocolate bars. This is the danger. I mean, as much as we saluted the pod format, this is the danger of what happens when you pod them. Yes. They become the same pod. Mm. So the, the accusation here is, are they really allowed to have two of the same pod? Because, I mean, what makes us laugh is there are people walking down the aisles going, oh, do I want a Mars pod or do I want a Twix, Twix pod? pod? I do. Because you have a Twix when you feel like you need a bit more of a meal because it's got a biscuit <laughs> in it. <laughs> Never think so. <laughs> the only candy with the cookie crunch. Okay, um, two, for two, anyone that's seen the candy bar lineup episode of Seinfeld, to the eye, they look exactly the same as you pull them out of the bag. 
They don't. They do, don't they? <laughs> yeah. I'm putting, passing them over to Jack. Make okay. sure you remember, Jack, which one's your yeah, Twix. Okay, which one's Mars on I've the got left. a Mars. Okay, I'll do the same. Yeah, Twix on the looking, right, Mars on the left. They look exactly the same without cross Extraordinarily similar. Okay, okay, Twix on the right, Mars on the left. Which one do we have first? Mm, Jack, this, this, really this shouldn't be the hard bit. This shouldn't be the hard bit. Which one? <laughs> Let's take the Mars first. Okay. Okay, Mars on the left. Okay. Not quite. I, I underestimated these. Quite yeah, good. they're good, aren't oh, they? They're, they're amazing, Ado. Yeah. Like I said, you'll eat the whole bag. So you bite through the chocolate pretty fast, mm. you're into the caramel. Mm. Everyone feeling that? Mm-hmm. And that does taste like a Mars to me. Yeah. And really? Because not... it has, I would say the Twix mm. is more accurate because it does have a biscuity wafer. Mm. But anyway. Now do yeah, we... I mean, it tastes it has Mars flavor. Okay, do now we, the do Twix. We, do we, we don't have to clean our palates, we can just go straight in. We... Well, I don't think so because they're the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, has anyone got anything different there? I think I've got exactly the same thing. They're the same. They're the same. <laughs> They're the same. They I can't believe the same. Different bars become <laughs> the same thing when you potify them. That is incredible. We've so got you. answer me. We've got you. We've got you. Rights. Yeah. We've got you, Ando. Now flip around and look at the front. Prepare for the final piece of mind-blowing material. Yep. Jack, how much energy in kilojoules per serve is the Mars Ooh. on the front? Mars is 503 kilojoules. Jack, how much energy per serve is the Twix in kilojoules? 505 kilojoules. WTF is going. <laughs> <laughs> Could we, Maybe we're just not refined enough to taste two kilojoules more. It is It is half a calorie. <laughs> so it's a, t- it's a tough thing to taste. So you reckon they're adding just like a fraction more calum- uh, caramel to try? No, okay, okay. So there's that. Because so it could go, be a okay. taste thing, but a ratio could be so slightly you, different. Right. Now we go back to the ingredients. Now, I've already done this, so I'll save you the trouble. Great. First, I'm going to read out the Mars. It obviously doesn't tell you exactly the ingredients, but it gives you the breakdown. Yes. Milk chocolate, 51%. Mm-hmm. Biscuit, 30%. Caramel, 19%. Yep. Twix. Milk chocolate, 51%. Biscuit, 30 Caramel, 19%. Mm. So it is exactly the same ratios. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, Mars. Yes, exactly. So and it's exact. So in the ingredients, they list exactly the same ratios. For some reason, there's two kilojoules difference in energy. Now, we must be talking millions of percents of difference if there mm. is different caramel in these. But then I'm going through all the rest of it with the cocoa fat and. I'll save you. The, I'll save you the time. It's exactly the same. Exactly the same. They're the same. Exactly the same, Ando. So, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, mate. It's just a formatting thing. Just on the on bottom ones. of the Twix, it says may present peanuts, tree nuts, and barley. We're on the bottom of the Mars. It just says may present. Peanuts and tree nuts. There's no and barley. Maybe different factory. Maybe. So you reckon different caramel? Like, because don't they usually say that if they're doing the Snickers in the same factory and the peanut accidentally falls over into the caramel? Oh, yeah. That's what you're saying, Jack. So maybe they're in two different factories. Coming out of two different. I know factories. we like speculating here, but we we love I, it. I, I feel like we need. We actually do need a Mars person, yeah. don't yeah. we? Yeah. Can we get because if if it comes down, if if it if it means. I mean, I think what we're discovering here is like, are they going to look at us in the eye and say, yeah, yeah, there's two different caramels? Yep. They won't think they will. No. <laughs> It'd be ballsy. <laughs> <laughs> so either way, we're just setting up for a hell of a conclusion here. <laughs> Great stuff, Ham. Ham, 
you're a fool if you don't listen to this podcast, not because we're entertaining, but you're getting behind on life, aren't you? You are. And it's okay. We can call people fools because they obviously can't hear it. Yeah. Um, and if you do listen, though, mm. you gather up um, you gather up these power moves. Yeah. You, get you the stride edge. forth into life. <laughs> And you perform at your absolute peak yeah. capacity, your every, highest voltage. In every social situation. Let's get into another batch. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, all right, this comes in from Nathan. It's an it's another AFL-based one. Lovely. <laughs> now, unfortunately, we had a we had a pro, like we had like you have to be playing in the AFL, like yes. you have to be playing at the top level um, for a power move a couple of weeks ago. Yes. This doesn't work at the top level because it's the part at the end of the game where you do three cheers to the other team, which you don't, <laughs> you don't, <laughs> you don't do, do at the top don't. level. Although in in and of itself, again, for yeah. those guys that we know there are a bunch of uh, fair players that do listen to the podcast, mm. love to see that. Love to see yeah. that. You beat a team by 100 points, mm. get your huddle, and then go up to the other team and go, and let's have three, let's cheers. Have three cheers for uh, for West Coast. <laughs> like, guys, please. <laughs> please, Did you, you've already beaten us. We've, we used to do it for hockey. All, you have to, I think you do it. Through. I think you do it at every sport until what state level. We would change up the way, and different teams would try. I used and, to come and, at uni. Yeah. At uni, like I would come like hung over on a Saturday morning and watch you play, yeah, like a good girlfriend. <laughs> and you would do hip ray, hip ray, yeah. hip ray. So you go, yeah. You know, do you know that one, Jack? No. Melbourne, Melbourne, three cheers for Ringwood. Hip ray, hip ray, hip ray. Yeah, you would like cut a, you would, would cut a hip out, so you don't do hip hip because the, the second hip makes it worse. I reckon. Well, it feels very ye olde. Yeah, like the second hip, you know what's coming after you do the first hip, so I can see that. But yeah. there's no reason to cut out the who. Of the <laughs> That's a bit. That's a bit well, stingy. Just, it just. It felt. Why more, can't you do hip hooray? It felt stronger. It felt more like a you know a hacker. I suppose <laughs> yeah, but we're not that's there. Not the point. You meant to be saying like congratulations. No, it, it feels like you want to leave early. Like you. Yeah, it did. It did. You want to get off the ground as soon as possible. That was my take too, because I didn't play team sports growing mm. up. So this is almost like as a nineteen-year-old, my, my first introduction to what the team sports culture is. So yeah. I was like, yeah, right. So at the end, you do this really um, begrudging. <laughs> Facsimile of a hip hip parade. <laughs> You're like, hey, let's pretend to thank the other team. No worries. See you, mate. See you, mate. See you, mate. What? <laughs> the other one we trialed for a while, but went back to, <laughs> to hip ray, hip ray, hip ray. We went hip 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 ray ray ray. Bash <laughs> <laughs> them. It's like you're trying to get it even faster. <laughs> but yeah, it felt better just hip ray, hip ray, hip ray. <laughs> oh, I think what we were trying to do. 3H, 3R. <laughs> that's, we've reduced it to algebra and that's as fast as we can do it. It felt like it felt like you were trying to do this combat sport yeah. and then you had to say hip, hip, hooray for the, the other end. team. Or the start as well. Yeah, so you yeah. did both at start and finish, I thought it was overkill. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know it exists, right? We know it exists, you know, and I think it exists out, like right into the upper levels. Yeah. Like you, as adults, you still have to do, you know, three cheers to the other team at yeah. the end because yeah. you are there technically for good sportsmanship. Anyway, this is from Nate. Sorry, long road to get it. Um, but he says, after the other team does three cheers for your team, mm. Uh, if you're the person that calls out, you call out. All right, and two cheers. <laughs> <laughs> so it's from the Hip Ray School. It's, Love it. it's to show we're pretending to congratulate you while asserting power. Love it. Uh, this is from Alex. I can't do this. Jack Hamish, you can do this. Beard based. Tell, not beard based. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me whether you think this would work. 
if you've organized a play date for your child with a kid of a new a new friend, yep, yep. you haven't met the parents, and that new parent is dropping the kid off. Okay, drop and go. Usually yep. kicks in around traditionally around about, you know, yeah, six, seven years old. Before they arrive, rip a page out of the coloring book and colour it in your stel- yourself and stick it on the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> That would be a good cow move. When the, when the parent comments, say, no big deal. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> uh, really good. Um, Ando, this comes in from Meg. Okay. When somebody gives you some flowers mm-hmm. by way of apology, so a small bunch of flowers, could be a partner, could be a friend. Um, if they're trying to patch something up, as they've given you the flowers, take the flowers over to the sink, unwrap them, and proceed to cut the stems down to about five <laughs> centimetres long, select only a few of the flowers and pop them in a tiny vase while maintaining the conversation. Do not refer to it in any way and then put them on the table as a pathetic centrepiece. From Andrew Jones, if you ever caught sleeping at work, simply say, the blood bank told me this would happen. <laughs> You get an apology and a bit of a well done for donating blood. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Um, power move. Only works if the target's name isn't Billy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so this is for a this is for a set of yeah. all humans not equal to Billy. Find a person you want to exert power over. Mm-hmm. Start calling them Billy. <laughs> when they inevitably correct you and say, uh, that's not their name, i.e., my name's Jack, just hit them back with Ah, oh, no, man. Just saying that because everyone calls you Billy. It's short for silly Billy. <laughs> what a burn. Hit break. Ando. Mm-hmm. Uh, an interesting and serious email has come in to my side of the fence. Okay. By a young man yeah, named Narayan. Being serious on this show, well, but. I know. And it's quite a long. Shy it's away quite, from it. That's quite a long, yeah, that's it. I mean, we're happy to face up to mm. tackle this, especially if it's something that, that a listener is feeling. And I worry that he might represent the views of many listeners here too. That's why I think we've got Ooh. to give it a bit of air. Mm-hmm. But he, it, it is serious and it, it raises some big stuff. He says, look, he, because he comes, it starts by saying, I've got a serious allegation. You or I or both of us. But against the show. So that's mainly so that's you, Jack, really. <laughs> Legally, yeah. <laughs> we put your name on the form. Yeah, we do. Um, in event, in event of allegation, yeah. there's a split ownership system. Right. So in event of praise yes. and awards, <laughs> absolutely H and A on stage, mm. yep. gripping the trophy. Mm. And in event of allegation, mm. it does defer to Jack. So it's and kind of for you, Jack. <laughs> it does make it feel like you're Greg from Succession, right? Now. <laughs> you're a little Greglet. Um, <laughs> It's in relation to the handling of the H&A coins. Mm-hmm. So it's a treasury issue. Narayan believes the coins have been, quote, handed out in an arbitrary fashion lately. Mm-hmm. He says, I lay out to you in examples from recent episodes. My concerns started from Ep203, the guy who could guess items in the kitchen, got every question wrong except one about rural Queensland properties. That's true. And that earned him a coin. Did we give him a coin? Yeah. I thought that was weird because he get, he. Uh, I remember the cupboard had something real obvious about oh, no. like cups. Andy, <laughs> head in hands here, Andy, as he worries about the legal ramifications for Jack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A concerned, a concerned friend, friend doesn't like yeah. doesn't like another friend's chances of beating this. 
In episode 206 with the cordial guy, Hamish and Andy both agreed that the absolute bare minimum is four out of five. Then when he gets the first two wrong in a row, Andy changes the rules to three out of five. <laughs> then during ep 207, the guy with the special skills to guess the movie did not get a coin, despite far superior skills. Mm. He guessed the movies correctly. Hamish then asked one or two, a rule that wasn't introduced earlier. Um, that was, I think that was yeah, for a um, movie guessing game. So we, what was it? Was it like Austin Powers Austin or something Powers, like that? Austin Powers, yeah. And I went one or two. And or Men in Black like as well. Men in Black one or two, yeah. yeah. Anyway, he got that wrong on the one or two. He got Men in Black and then he got it wrong on the one or two. He says, Magic Mike, I think he means Podcast Mike, mm. <laughs> uh, recognized this but was dismissed by Andy. Dismissed? That sounds <laughs> to like To top me. it off, <laughs> he wasn't given five movies to guess in the end. Felt like he was robbed. This prompted me to investigate further. I went all the way back to the start of the podcast. Wow. On episode eight of the podcast. <laughs> it's, it's gone so deep. Both Coin Guesser and Menu Guesser got H&A coins when neither of them deserved it as they both were far <laughs> off their guesses. I do remember that where the guy's like, yeah. what do you say? You tell me a menu and I'll tell you the price. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. The garlic bread. One of the, one of the classics. One yeah. of the, the garlic bread undid him, didn't it? Yeah. This is obviously a great undertaking to review all the episodes of cases where H&A coins were handed out, and I believe that I've only scratched the surface. Oh, well, I'd, <laughs> okay, I'd, I'd, he's like under some, something big. I'd like to hush him up. Yes, <laughs> I was that is an option available to us too. whether a coin might, <laughs> <laughs> might so he see says, this go away quietly. Well, hmm. he proposes two things. Okay. One, establishment of an H&A coin task force. Mm-hmm that's responsible for reviewing yep. questionable handing out of coins throughout the history of the H&A podcast. Yep. So it's almost like a royal commission. Mm-hmm. Um, hacked would be the, um, yeah, the, the H&A coin yeah. task force. But we would never take coins off people we've given them to, surely. I think that's what he's saying. Wow. I think he's looking to right the wrongs of history. Wow. Um, and then number two, once the task force report is ready and reviewed by Hamish and Andy, a mechanism by which H&A coins are recalled. <laughs> so a two-part proposal here. Establish the task force. Yep. That then I guess prepares a report. Yep. And then the second part is we then look at what we're going to do with the report. It's interesting here because royal commissions, of course, exist in democracies. Mm. And I and the question for us is how much of a democracy is I mean, how much oh, power do you give? We love pretending we're one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's one of our favourite yeah. things. But I think sometimes even with the government, don't they do those kind of reports where they're like, now we got the report and we'll definitely look at that. Nothing yeah. really I mean, the, what happened with the banking one? I don't mm. I don't. Yeah, I don't, yeah that's right. Pretty sure all the banks are still in business. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we yes. could certainly treat, I mean, this is banking, this is finance-based. I mean, the general vibe of when you do a fine, look into the financial, mm. you know, any corruption of a financial level, mm. It's the government's job, and that would be us in this case, to nod solemnly and go, mm, many, many good points raised. Into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> and then um, just hope the news cycle washes that one away. But what about, the what about this? The worry I have is Narayan sounds like the kind of guy that would be playing Michael Keaton's character in Spotlight, if you've seen that film, where he doesn't I haven't, think- but I know the kind of character <laughs> Michael Keaton's able to play. <laughs> yes, I don't delicious. think he's going to stop, is my point. Yes, he's the absolutely. Aaron Barakovich of... The now we're talking. coin situation. <laughs> okay, wait, do you know what, Ando? Yeah. He's actually listening. He can join oh. he can join us now. Narayan, tentatively, good morning. Ahoy, boys. Ahoy, it's good mate. to be with you. Ahoy. Nice to be with you. Um, now, Narayan, you, sir, raise some, I'm not going to say whether they're valid, invalid, but you mm. certainly raise points. Mm. And I'd like to just get the temperature, if I could, first up, of how 
um, disgruntled you are mm-hmm. with possibly what you're onto here. Look, I, I, I have had the conversation you, you boys have been having. And look, if you want this huge controversy to go away, mm. you could give me a coin and no one will know, ever know a thing. <laughs> now, and, it, and, it would, and it wouldn't even be the easiest coin that's ever been handed out on the show. That's the point. It wouldn't be. It, that's it, a wouldn't, good be, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't even be the loosest coin. coin. Yes. Okay. Well, now we have it. This is certainly an interesting development because the head of our anti-corruption task force has <laughs> specifically asked for a bribe as, as his opening statement. <laughs> Wonderful. <Yeah. laughs> Can we just um, say we're very uh, interested in making this go away? But put, I do worry, in. though, that obviously now more people have heard this and this this now the cat is out of the bag, mm-hmm. genie's out of the bottle, mm. someone else is going to take this up. Yes. Put Narayan on hold for a second. Okay. Thank you, Narayan. You don't want him, want him yeah. to hear it all? No, I don't want him to hear it. Okay, so I think we take the bribe. No, he's asking you to give the bribe. <laughs> yeah, so I think we... Yeah. <laughs> no, Narayan, we'll accept the coin. <laughs> <laughs> we take the offer for We take the offer to yeah. give the bribe. Yes, yeah, right. yes, yes, yes. What do you well, had, but what do you say about this just opening an absolute avalanche of people asking for the same bribe? Yeah, Ignore them. them everywhere. <laughs> Task force, task force requests coming in left, right, and center. Yeah, to set up like an email filter that looks for the word task force and put it straight in the bin. (laughs) (laughs) That is a good solution. That is a good solution. This is such a fascinating peek into how you run a corrupt government. I don't think we can set up this task force. You don't want to get. You want to set up a. We don't have to. You 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 we wouldn't be giving them royal commission powers. We'd be setting up an advisory task force. This is. Classic. <laughs> I mean, this is going back to radio days where it was all self-regulated. Yeah, and you don't want another body regulating no. you. What about, okay, what and about so they'd always go, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We'll we'll make sure Carl Sandlands doesn't say that. We'll be fine." I got it. Okay, <laughs> okay. okay. And then they go, "What okay. do we go back? Yeah, yeah, we go back and we go. Okay, I think I've got it. You want to go back to Narayan? Okay, okay. okay. He's, he can hear us now. Yeah. Narayan. Yes. Obviously, um, we're deeply concerned. Um, by yes. the issues you bring up. Because here at uh, Hamish and Andy um, headquarters, mm. we strive to run a transparent and authentic and mm. a consistent coin-giving operation. Yeah. The last thing we want is for Jack to be dragged through legal mud <laughs> because there's been a problem with the coin system. Mm. So we really take this seriously. Yeah. And because you're the first person to raise this and yeah. raise this concern... We would like to pay you a consultancy fee mm. for the work you've already done mm. um, of one Hamish and Andy coin. Brilliant. And the continued work. And the continued work you've so done. Still since you're happen. the first person to do this work. Now, if someone else did this work, they're just copying off you and they don't get a coin. Yeah. But since you're the first person to do this consultancy's work, mm. we'd like to pay you a fee of one coin. And we'd like to absolutely take this to conduct a thorough internal review mm. Um and, and present our findings in a few episodes. How does that sound? I think that sounds fair. That Thank sounds you. fair. Great. We will give you that payment in a paper bag in a car park. <laughs> um, it will have the unique coin number scratched off. That's more. That's just because that's just of a shipping issue. Nothing to see there. It's a totally above board payment. Sounding good, Narayan? That sounds excellent. <laughs> great. <laughs> pleasure doing business with you. We'll get straight on to forming the task force. I'll chair it, Ando. Oh, great.
It has been but a few weeks since I was chastised by the two of you, the beard boys again, the lining against me. I don't me. know what this is about, but I stand by whatever we did. <laughs> <laughs> Where I will chastise you, you again if you, open, if, you, if you open your mouth. I think your crazy was uttered at me. Um, yep. This wild. Oh, I, I, bet, I bet I know. Is it, is it the toothpaste? Tiny it's amount of toothpaste? Tooth- it's oh, the yeah. I, I think about it every time I clean my teeth, I think about you. Do you know I what I do, Jack? Yeah, I, put the, I put the toothpaste on at night and I go, I look at myself <laughs> in the mirror and I go, you're living, boy. Yeah. And I, and I, and I, I, I think- go, keep it up, wild man. <laughs> keep it up, Blake. Because you know what? Right now, Andy's in his bathroom. Yep. Well, probably many hours after me, but that thus is the joys of my children. Yes. And he's in his bathroom. He's got a, one human hair out as a stencil <laughs> to make sure to make sure the toothpaste doesn't doesn't rise above the one micron thickness across the top of the bristles. And look at you, mate. Mm. Squirt it on, slather it around. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. You're 41. You'll be dead soon. You don't regret the toothpaste usage. I felt like it was the right amount. A lot of people have come out of the woodwork saying, you're right, Andy. And uh, I got a lot of messages of support. A lot of emails came in. I thought, what better way to do it is to get them to record what they wrote exactly. Mm. And so you could hear some of the things that are being said oh. with regards to Toothpaste Gate. <laughs> Prepare to hear some fun people, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I use even less than yours anymore and my mouth would be overflowing with suds. I do the same as you, Andy. I have a very extreme dental hygiene routine, but you only need to use a little bit of toothpaste. Dentist here. The recommended amount of toothpaste is the size of a green pea, so Hamish and Jack are using way too much. You're closer to the right amount, Andy. As a fellow dentist, I 100% (laughs) agree. Very common man to be conservative with the toothpaste. Make those dollars stretch. So my partner actually thought you were crazy at first, but then he tried it and now he's converted. (laughs) Like way less cleanup required. You are 100% correct and no one will convince me otherwise. You are spot on and it is more than enough to clean your teeth. Only reason it is more in the ads is because they want you to use it quicker and buy more toothpaste. Same with shampoo and washing detergent. Hey, you know what else? Electric toothbrush heads are so small. I think that also says a lot about the amount that you should use. I'm a dentist, and Hamish and Jack's amount is actually a really (laughs) dangerous amount of toothpaste. (laughs) Too much of that can build up a toxin called methylionide, which could potentially make your teeth like chalk. I think Andy's using the perfect amount of toothpaste, (laughs) and I should also point out that he hasn't lost touch with a common man, and he certainly doesn't have an IP, if, in my opinion. Not an SP, but just an RP, regular P. Regretful pain. <laughs> okay, like, besides the last one. Why did I feel like you know it was like we're at a at a at a Donald Trump rally. Yeah. <laughs> besides the last one, all actual words written into this show or to me. Are you, are you worried about that dentist saying that you've got that da- dangerous toxic that might be building what, up? From too much toothpaste. I mean, get your act together, dentistry. <laughs> when as if as, who's ever heard of that? Jack, I mean you're too busy tickling your feet or <laughs> gently blowing on your earlobes to worry about did your you actual ask mouth. Your, did you ask your dentist, Jack, and did he say, what's toothpaste? <laughs> he, he knows about high, dental hygiene. He's heard, he's he heard he, rumors. <laughs> what, is, what is your holistic? So you, he, he, was very, he was very big on flossing. 
He didn't, sure. he didn't care too much about uh, how much toothpaste you use, but I will just next chew, time I'm just, there, I'm definitely going to ask. Yep, just okay. chew up a mouthful of crystals or something. <laughs> you know, I've yeah. had, I, I don't want to sound like Andy here, but I've had a lot of people also write to me and ask for the details of the holistic dentist. <laughs> Guys, let's not just turn this show into a montage. Let's just not turn this show into fake testimonials. (laughs) And a little while ago on the show, uh, we had a special skill nominated, which was um, uh, someone that could feel, could tell the type of chocolate bar just purely by feeling it through the wrapper. Um, And you sort of put your hand up and went, yeah, but I think I could do that. And I gave you a fair and honest <laughs> trial, and you couldn't quite do it. No, you I got very do. close. Mm. Um, <laughs> but to be fair, through a few logistical issues, I, I don't, I, I didn't get some of the A-list chocolate bars I was after. No, no, I got yeah, some more lesser-known yeah. actors. Yes, support bands. Peppermint Crisp, yeah, Chiquito. Chiquito I hadn't seen for 20 years. <laughs> They're still gigging. <laughs> so jury's out on whether that was fair or not. Hmm. But look, another special school came in this week and I looked and I went, oh, hang okay, in the similar vein, I, this isn't you putting your hand up because you don't know what this is yet, but yeah. I actually do, I looked at this and I went, oh, I think, again, I think this is one that a normal human could do. Right. So and I nominate Andy as our resident normal human. Yeah. Comes in from Joanna, mm-hmm. and she starts off by saying, "Hey, I'm a Libra." Okay, okay? so immediately you're like, "I know that's got your attention, Ando, because you've got <laughs> one guy I know that likes star signs." <laughs> yeah, sorry. And she says, "I've got the uncanny ability and very special skill of being a human scale." This is where you need to know that the sign for the Libra is the I think it's mm. oh, it the justice, okay. a justice scale. Yeah, but yep. she's got the scales and the sword. Does she have a sword? I don't know. Don't Maybe know. that's is that Statue of Liberty? No, no, she doesn't have a sword. Apparently, they're shaking their heads out of here furiously. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, Libra's a scale. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she says, "I'm a human scale." So immediately, I go, "Okay, we, this is good." Because remember, one of the very first special skills was um, just deli meat by feel. Yes. And I was like, "That's we loved that one." Yeah. Said, so, but this is this is what Joanna means. If you put two things in each of my hands, I can act as a scale and tell you which is heavier oh. by feel. So she's one of those scales yeah, that yeah, just tips. Okay, yeah. She's a ye olde scale, which I'd actually never thought of before, but I guess that is the point of those scales mm. to go, well, which you, is heavier. Or yeah. do you put 500 grams on one side and you just fill it up till it's level? That's that what that you used idea? to do, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. That my, makes my more sense. My grandparents had one which I loved playing with, but you'd put different size weights on one yeah. side and then pour your rice on the other. We had hours of fun. <laughs> How cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and these days, kids have to put up with Switch. Um, so she's like, if something's 3.2 kilos and something's three, I can detect the heavier. Mm. I'm just a human scale, she repeats. With can't we all do that? I would have thought so. I wondered if this is actually just more of a human trait. <laughs> yes. Um, so th- she's gone, look, my husband thinks I'm an idiot for my special school, but I know it's the best in the world. Well, it's not. And again, I was just like, I, I think... It, I'm not taking away any instances where she correctly called it, mm. and and there was imp- and someone was impressed nearby, but I don't know if it would qualify as a special skill. We could be wrong. Mm. So to run the test, Ando, mm-hmm. bring in the bags. What was I the, have what, got. Were, what were the uh, sizes she used? The dimensions three to three point two. I've gone actually a little bit harsher for Ando here. As if she was I'm, doing like grams, then you go, yeah, great. You got something that was three grams more. But, but 200 grams uh, more, it feels considerable. Significant. Yeah. 200 is a significant. Yes. 
again to not to I want us to not just always bring everything back to chocolate bars, but that's four Snickers. <laughs> like you can you can tell. So all right, Ando, mm. you've now you've got grapes, yep. you've got right rice, in front of me, grapes, and you've rice. got ham. Yep. Okay. Make sure you pick it up in the correct order. Yes. Um, but with your left and right hand, please pick up the grapes now and tell me what you feel. Andy's picking up grape, two bags of grape, one in his left, one in his right. He's actually making scale, like he's pretending he's a scale. Actually, I'm going to put them on top of my hand rather than having them. Yeah. That were kind of... That's actually a pretty smart idea, yeah. isn't it? Because the hands are more sensitive. I think the left is it's heavier. The left is 300 grams. The right is 330. Oh. Wow. It's, it, it's, I found it very tough. <laughs> but okay, if she could do it within, I mean, thirty grams in a lot. That was thirty grams. That was that was that's ten percent. Ten percent variance. Yes. Okay. Right. Do the ham for me now. Okay, ham. Left and right ham. Again, the ham is in the bag, and Andy's pretending he's a scale. <laughs> Jack. Jacko, a lot of people are like, do you think, like, what's Jack's superpower? <laughs> you just saw it. Like again, just. Detected a pause, jumped in. Do you think that um, tennis players couldn't do this? Because they're because they have dev- overdeveloped. Like, oh yeah, one they arm. biceps yeah. and one arm. Like you can they. Yeah. But do they have? I mean, they have incredible senses. You would think in their hands, yeah. like yeah. even just to feel the and sometimes the slightest change of the racket. Would you say when they grab a tennis ball and they sort of like almost they do do weigh it. it up in their hands? Yeah, and they're yeah. like, no, not that one. And they get a new one. Yeah, they actually do do it. I don't That's think what it's weight-based, that. I think it's a squeeze for pressure, maybe. I always thought it was just chemistry tests, like, the first day. <laughs> yeah, like, were you vibing it? <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm vibing this ball. <laughs> okay, back to the ham. This seems, again, really close. I mean, I can't do anything with... Co- I can't tell you with confidence here, so it's... I feel like it's exactly the same. Left 110 grams, right 100 grams. So again, a 10, 10 or it's gram. 10 grams. That was 10% variance I was going for. I mean, that'd be too easy if I was doing big, big numbers. Okay. Yeah, but she said, what, what did she say? Three she said three and 3.2. I actually made Andy's a bit harder because I just thought that sounded too easy. Well, yeah. Two okay. Yeah. Rice. Andy's got two big plastic bags of rice. Thank you, Jacko. The rice. It feels definitely heavier in my right hand. That is 50 grams heavier. 1,000 grams plays 1,050. Well done, Andy. Maybe the... That one, that one I felt like I could tell. Maybe Is it something to do with the shape of... Because, like, rice sits the easiest. Well, it's also the biggest difference. And they're, they're so light. The other ones are so light. So okay, you, so once it got to 50 grams, you could feel it. It felt, yeah, well, that's so what you would felt. think. you would think 200 grams is feelable. Yes. I should have actually got you hers, but... Yeah, yeah, that would have made it. That would have made sense. <laughs> Jack, I gambled. Okay, I gambled because I thought it would be cool. Okay, actually, Carl's. I assume we've got scales here. Do we have scales here? We've got scales here. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we got. Scales. Yeah. All right, go take the rice outside and make it so it's a two hundred gram difference. Oh yeah. Right. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like it doesn't. Well, we know he can do rice already. Yeah, and I know, mean, but Jack, well, I'm the one saying I think he's done better because he's detected 50 grams difference. In the meantime, while we just give her a bit of time to do the rice, um, during the week, two people said to me, G'day, Hamish, 
right? Oh. Thinking that I was Hamish. Yeah. And, and it, nice. it was, in, it was in, mm. in two very different situations. Okay. Does that um, happen what, often? Happens a bit. One yeah, was at, I, get, I get Andy's. One was at the um, uh, airport, mm-hmm. uh, one of the security guards. Oh, great to see you, Hamish. You're like, yeah, well, I'll take it. <laughs> like, do I'm a cro- cro- great time to do a crime. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. One was at a strip club where Andy was going around saying, I'm ha- how are you going, Hamish? <laughs> Hamish Blake, good to meet you. It made me think that the Andy sightings that you've been having people write in about could be yeah. mistakes. Might could be, be about yeah. could be about Hamish. Mm-hmm. You think so, but then you hear the behaviour, and Jack and I <laughs> immediately go, "That's yeah. Ando." Well, like, what about the person smoking a cigarette at the uh, at the like tobacco pushing, store? rushing it's into Sig-horny. the smoke yeah. mark? <laughs> <Sig-horny>. <laughs> I've never been Sigourney in my life. <laughs> we don't well, that's know. why your we nickname's don't. Weaver, Ando. That's why everyone's calling you the Weaver, Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> Catch us on. <laughs> I hope people call you the Weaver. We got the Weasel and the Weaver. Anyway, the rice is coming back in. It was a good little interlude, and we'll get back to the game. Oh, I forgot about a nice, recording. A nice little moment of levity before. We get back. Fun to have this a laugh is, in the commentary box. Okay, Endo of the game. Here we go. There is now a 200 gram deficiency or differential. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Easy. Yeah, yeah. That's left left hand side. Yeah, yeah, she's just. Yeah, 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 no yeah, worries. Yeah. Leave it to Weaver. <laughs> She'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's impressive enough, is it, Ando? Well no, done. You got 50. It's not impressive enough to be a special skill, but we did have some fun. <laughs> Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Listener.